RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. Are you up to the challenge? Dear friends, in Pope John Paul II's 1989 address in honor of World Communications Day, he shared that despite advances in techniques and the extraordinary growth of social media use, the secularistic trend is apparently bent on hastening the disappearance of any sense of religion among the people of our day. This was true in 1989, and is even more true today. One just needs to scroll through the headlines on Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok to see the overt hostility to any expression of Christianity that does not openly agree with whomever is looking to rewrite history, eliminate the Ten Commandments, or redefine morality to include individual ideologies. Christianity has always been radical, So radical that the first 33 popes were martyred, along with countless men and women who recognized that the gospel message, kerygma, was meant to change the world from the inside. Archbishop Vigneron of Detroit quoted Pope Benedict XVI in his pastoral letter when he wrote, Unleashing the Gospel. The real problem at this moment of our history is that God is disappearing from the human horizon, and, with the dimming of the light which comes from God, Humanity is losing its bearings. Even among those who affirm that God exists, many are living a practical atheism. That is, they are living as if God did not exist. The kerygma is often described in terms of four essential elements. God's loving plan for human beings. Sin and its consequences, especially separation from God. God's answer to our separation by sending His Son for our salvation. The response this gift calls for from every person, to repent, be baptized, and share the message. Sharing God's plan of salvation is every baptized Christian's job. Pope John Paul II said, The question confronting the Church today is no longer whether the man in the street can grasp a religious message, but how to employ the communications media so as to let him have the full impact of the gospel message. The Lord encourages us very directly and very simply to take the broader view in our witness and our communication. Do not be afraid. What you hear in whispers, proclaim from the housetops. Matthew chapter 10, verses 26 and 27. This is the heart of the mission at RC Spirituality. We look to counter the international effort of mainstream media to cancel Christianity. We have been entrusted with the greatest gift the world has ever been given. Jesus Christ himself truly present in tabernacles all over the world and his life-giving word calling out to humanity in the Gospels. Please consider supporting our efforts financially and through prayer to bring the Gospel to the streets through social media. Yours in the heart of Jesus, Donna. Regnum Christi Spotlight, featuring Luli Fernandez. Luli Fernandez hails from Monterrey, Mexico, where she grew up along with her six siblings, four older sisters, and two younger brothers. Her parents were devoted Catholics and raised their children in the faith. She recalls that her mother talked about the faith and made it part of their daily lives. Her father was instrumental in nurturing a love for the Blessed Mother by making sure each of the children had a picture of her above their beds so they would know she was taking care of them. When Luli was 12 years old, her oldest sister became a consecrated woman. Her parents were not familiar with Regnum Christi, and had difficulty with their daughter's decision to dedicate her life to our Lord in this way. 
After learning more about Regan Christie, Luli's mother became part of the R.C. family. Luli ended up joining the young adult section of Regnum Christi, where she experienced the beautiful and holy example of the consecrated women in Regnum Christi. Before becoming consecrated, Luli worked in a company's personnel department, which served to fulfill her longing to help people experience Christ's love for them and understand the reason for their existence and their mission in life. Luli met and dated a wonderful man for several years, and they were considering marriage. The Lord was pursuing her, and leading her in another direction, however, and it became clear that he had a different calling for her life. Like her sister, Luli was being called to become a consecrated woman in Regnum Christi. After becoming consecrated, the first apostolate Luli was involved with was in the Formation Center in Rhode Island. Eventually, she became director and helped usher the school through the accreditation process so that the women could receive a Bachelor of Liberal Arts. This was a time filled with many challenges, but also many graces. In 2011, Luli served as territorial director for the New York Territory for one year before heading to Rome to serve as general counselor until 2014. After her tenure as general counselor, she became the vice director of the Le Châtelard Academy boarding school. She served there for eight years and loved the mission of evangelization and working with the families, many of whom keep in touch with her even today. Currently, Luli is serving in both women and couples ministry in Washington, D.C. She considers each role in which she has served as a gift and a blessing, and is grateful to our Lord for providing her with so many opportunities over the course of her 29 years as a consecrated woman in Regnum Christi. The blessings continue to flow in her family as well. Almost all her siblings are involved in Regnum Christi in some way. She now has 22 nieces and nephews, as well as eight great-nieces and nephews. One of her nieces is consecrated, and one of her nephews is studying in Rome this year, as he discerns a call to the priesthood. Luli shared with us that Regnum Christi has been an amazing blessing for her and her family. They would not be the same without this treasure. She said, God has chosen this boat for us to arrive to him, and I am so grateful to be in it and to share it with all the ones that God places on my path. Bringing College Students Closer to Christ in the Heart of Atlanta The Ministry of Chaplaincy keeps Father John Klein, L.C., busy. As the chaplain for the Regan Christie Young Men's Section in Atlanta, he helps to facilitate monthly retreats and open yearly spiritual exercises for young adults and college students, and organizes monthly street missions through Mercy Missions Atlanta, an initiative that invites high school students and young adults to minister to those they meet on the streets of Atlanta. Father John also serves part-time at the Georgia Institute of Technology, or Georgia Tech, one of the top-ranked universities in the United States, assisting the chaplain, Father Branson Hipp, of the Diocese of Atlanta. Father John is a spiritual director for the Catholic Center there, as well as an auxiliary chaplain. In this role, he helps with on-campus masses a few times a week, attends campus retreats, and supports the Catholic student leaders, especially the focus missionaries full-time young adult missionaries who strive to share the hope and joy of the gospel on their campuses and with the world. And for Father John, this invitation to mission to spread the gospel, whether it be on campus or on the streets of Atlanta, is key to his ministry as chaplain and key to engaging students in their faith. Young people love a challenge and a deeper purpose to their lives, 
The more we invite them into the great adventure of knowing and experiencing Christ in prayer, the more they will hunger for Him. The more we help them uncover the richness, depth, and beauty of the faith by teaching it in a real and dynamic way, the more they will fall in love with it and desire to live it. And the more we challenge them to rise up and put their gifts and talents at the service of evangelizing, the more they will respond and come up with better and more creative apostolates than we could even imagine. Offering monthly street evangelization missions allows students to pray together, meet other college students, and learn to overcome their fear in sharing the faith. For Father John, the experiences that the students have during street evangelizations and homeless missions are always profound moments of grace. One of the greatest needs that Father John witnesses of the students on campus whom he serves is a need for life-giving community, where they can be themselves, share life, and make unique memories. While most post-secondary schools offer a variety of communities, from sports teams to fraternities and sororities to special interest clubs, it is those communities that have faith as their foundation that Father John feels create the deepest and most fulfilling form of friendship and fellowship. Everyone is looking for a place to belong and be fully alive, says Father John. Our campus community should be vibrant, welcoming, and fun, and at the same time deep, challenging, eucharistic, and real. The more a Catholic community embodies these characteristics, the more it will attract, nourish, and evangelize. And of course, students need to develop and nurture a deep and personal experience of Jesus Christ, particularly through the scriptures, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament, in communal prayer, and in silence. Without this real experience of Christ, the students see the Catholic faith as just a bunch of rules and norms that burden them and drain their life, says Father John. Once Christ is experienced personally, the faith becomes real, adventurous, fresh, and full of life. One of the events that Father John has observed to have had the most profound and positive impact on students is also the one that they are often the most hesitant to attend. Silent spiritual exercises are offered once a year and provides the college students with a unique and privileged way to encounter Christ and learn to pray. And although most students yearn for more silence in their lives, the idea of a silent weekend retreat can be intimidating and even downright scary. Father John has seen that those students who do have the courage to attend and experience that silence with Christ, as few as they may be, always grow tremendously in their faith. The Lord multiplies their effect and impact. Accompanying his students one-on-one, either during spiritual direction or just casual conversation, is one of Father John's favorite parts of the role of chaplaincy, getting to hear and experience up close the struggles and victories in their faith is deeply meaningful and fulfilling. And for him, this love that accompanies is the most important virtue to possess in order to respond well to the ministry of chaplaincy. If we love the students, we will pray for them, we will spend time with them, we will worry and rejoice with them, we will preach to them from the heart, and we will know when to be patient and merciful, and when to challenge and demand more of them. And Father John knows that he can't possess this virtue all on his own. Such love requires a deep Eucharistic life, where he can absorb the love of Christ, and then be an instrument of it to his students. In addition to serving in his role as chaplain to the R.C. Young Men in Atlanta and the students at Georgia Tech, Father John is also a member of the core team of R.C. Music Collective, a group made up of legionary priests 
consecrated women of Regnum Christi, and lay Regnum Christi members, who come together to write and produce music designed to lead its listeners to an encounter of God's love and mission. The collective recently collaborated with Sean Williams of The Vigil Project, meeting in Nashville in June of this year to record seven new songs. You can check out the fruits of those recording sessions at Regnum Christi Music Collective on YouTube or connect with them on Spotify. Find out more about the ministries and mission of Regnum Christi in Atlanta at rcatlanta.org. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.